In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. So I was at the, at the barber shop this past week. I got a nice fresh cut, you know. And uh, I see this 15-year-old kid, and the kid goes, hey, what up, Father John? I dabbed him up. I'm like, how have you been? And this, like, dark look came upon him. And he's like, Father John, I've been struggling. He goes, I can't give up vaping. And I was like, I'm sorry. You know, first thing you got to do when someone's about to open up, you don't judge them. You meet them with compassion. You say, hey, bro, I'm really sorry. 15 years old, you might think, oh, it's his fault. It's the culture, right? Teaching him what to do. And he goes, I can't give up vaping. So I go, I'm sorry. Then I asked him, I said, hey, do you have one on you right now? His face dropped because he knew he couldn't lie to a priest. He takes out the vape and I go, give it to me. And he didn't want to give it to me because he knows he's addicted. His hand's shaking and he gives it to me. I take it and I go to him. That's freedom. Last week we spoke about freedom. You know, freedom in America is you do you. Whatever you want, you, you have free will to do whatever you want. And we think in America, freedom is you have a choice to do whatever you want. But true freedom is the ability to do what you know you're called to be. The ability to be who you've always been made for. True freedom is the ability to say no to sin and say yes to God. But many of us are trapped by our addictions, by our sins. And so Jesus wants to set us free. In John chapter 8, Jesus said to the Jews who had believed in him, If you continue in my word, you are truly my disciples. You will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. They answered him, We are descendants of Abraham and have never been slaves to anyone. What do you mean you will be made free? You could even say to me right now, I'm not a slave. What are you talking about, Father John? What are we, what are, why are we talking about freedom? And Jesus' next words are, Very truly I tell you, everyone who commits sin is a slave to sin. The slave does not have a permanent place in the house. The son has a place forever. So if the Son sets you free, you will be free indeed. In the first reading from Exodus chapter 3, we hear about God's call to Moses. And Moses is going to set the Israelites free. They're slaves to the Egyptians and to Pharaoh. A slave is someone who has no choice. Like this kid at the barber shop, I said to him, give it to me. He had a choice. I never took away his, his free will. God does not take away any of our free will. But I said, give it to me. He could have said yes or no. He gives it to me, and that's true freedom. True freedom is the ability to say no to something that you know is wrong. But when you have to say yes to something you don't really want, that's some slavery. So Moses is called to free these Egyptians, to free them from Pharaoh. In today's gospel, Luke chapter 4, Jesus is handed a scroll. He goes to Isaiah, Isaiah 66, and he reads his mission, the mission of Jesus. He says, he reads from Isaiah, the spirit of the Lord is upon me 
Because he has anointed me for a purpose. What's your purpose? Jesus is about to say his. He says, he has anointed me to do this. To bring good news to the poor. To proclaim liberty to captives. Recovery of sight to the blind. To let the oppressed go free. And to proclaim a year of the Lord's favor. Jesus comes to bring freedom. The gospel message is a message of freedom. So my question to all of us, let's take five seconds of silence. What is your Egypt? Who is your Pharaoh? What is keeping you in slavery and in bondage? Some of us feel enslaved by pornography and lust. We can't say no. It's too hard. There's too much out there. Invite Jesus to set you free today. Some of us feel enslaved by gambling. Every NFL season, whenever NFL comes up, gambling ramps up. And we feel like, oh, I gotta put some money on this game. Invite Jesus into that place of slavery. You don't need to gamble anymore. You have a choice. God's giving you freedom. Some of us feel enslaved by marijuana. I just gotta, I gotta take a hit. We're so anxious and stressed out all the time, so if I, if I just take a little hit, I'll feel a little better. So we're enslaved by that anxiety, that fear. And then the drug. You don't have to anymore. If you have some in your car or if you have some at your house, you can throw it away. You can bring it to the church. I don't want it, but you can bring it, give it to someone. Actually, don't. Throw it away. <laughs> some of us feel enslaved by comparison, by jealousy. Some of us feel enslaved by this insecurity over our life and what, what our life is all about. You know where a lot of that comes from? Social media. We're always on social media looking at pictures and looking at posts. Social media is a highlight reel where everyone shows their best face and not their lonely place in their room where they're really sad and they're crying. And so we compare ourselves constantly because we think, oh, why is my life not so good? And so we're enslaved by this addic addiction to social media, but then really this insecurity, this fear, this lack of knowing who you truly are because God loves you. You don't need anything else. So invite Jesus into that place of slavery. You might say, though, Father John, I accept Jesus in my life. I love him, but the struggle is still there. Well, we know there's temptation, but also Jesus is not a magic pill. After you leave today, you might still be feeling enslaved or feeling tempted. So I've been praying about this for a while. This, just this simple slogan, two words. Love heals. First thing, love heals. The first thing we really need in our place of bondage, our place of slavery, is love. We don't need judgment. We don't need condemnation. A lot of times people judge us. We feel the church judges us. But also, we judge ourselves. We beat ourselves up. So family, today, just love yourself. 
Love yourself in your slavery. Jesus doesn't reject you in your slavery. He loves you in the midst of it. God doesn't see your sin. He doesn't see your slavery. He sees an opportunity. We deal with our addiction with so much shame. We hide. Just open it up and just love yourself. Jesus, the last part of his mission was to proclaim a year of the Lord's favor. What Jesus is referring to actually is in Leviticus. It's called the year of Jubilee. In the Hebrew tradition, every 50 years, there, there would be a year of Jubilee, which was really the year of mercy, where all the, all the slaves of the, of the entire Hebrew nation, all of the slaves, no matter how much their cost or their debt was, they would be set free every 50 years. Jesus is saying, today, I am going to set everybody who calls on my name free. So accept it. Okay, so love heals. But you also might need therapy. There's real addiction. There's a real addictive cycle. Maybe the addiction is gambling. Maybe it's pornography and lust. Maybe it's drugs. Therapy is helpful. We're never against that. Again, Jesus is not a magic pill. He wants to free us. He wants to heal us. And that takes time. Can he do it right now? Amen. Oftentimes, it just takes time. Third, accountability. Again, like I said, a lot of times we have our addictions, we have our struggles, and we just hide. We, want, we, don't, we isolate ourselves. We get away from everybody. What you're struggling with, be accountable to somebody. Somebody you love, somebody you trust. Come into the light. Also, recognize the triggers that cause you to this sin. The slavery that, that you're stuck in. That I'm stuck in. I'm not perfect. Recognize what's causing that. For gamblers, delete the app. Delete the gambling apps. They're everywhere. Delete them. And you can even, on screen time, you can put where you're not allowed to install an app unless you put in a code. Give your friend a code. Say, I can't, I can't trust myself with this. Remove the barriers. And then last thing I want to point out is fasting. Can you say fasting? All right, fasting. Fasting is powerful. What are we enslaved by? Oftentimes it's our flesh. It's our own, it's our own desires that are not holy. So Say no to the flesh. I always say, don't let your feelings control you. You control your feelings. Don't let your flesh control you. You control it. And this is how you grow in maturity. Back to the gospel. We see that the people of Nazareth reject Jesus. They, they don't, they don't want to hear what Jesus is saying, that he's claiming to be the Messiah. They never invite Jesus to heal them. And I feel like it's because they see Jesus as very ordinary. They even say, isn't this Joseph's son? They don't see Jesus as who he is. And honestly, family, those of us who go to church every Sunday, we can think the same thing. I go to church, I say my prayers, I receive the body of Jesus. Ordinary. No big deal. He doesn't change my life because... This is just what we do. 
we can become lukewarm. And so today, there's a prayer actually for a priest before Mass. It goes, Lord, help me pray this Mass like it's the first Mass, the last Mass, and the only Mass I will ever celebrate. Today, you're at Mass. Let it be the first Mass, the last Mass, the only Mass you ever celebrate. Seek Jesus with true faith and say, Jesus, here's my place of slavery. I choose not to condemn myself because you don't condemn me. Lord, heal me. Lord, set me free. I'm going to close with a story. Pope John Paul II, one of my favorite saints, he was asked a question one time. He said, Holy Father, what do you do in your free time? And he, and he replied, he looked dead in the eye of the person and he said, all my time is free. We're so busy. We feel like we want free time. When's my free time? And Pope St. John Paul II said, all of my time is free because he's living in freedom. Jesus says in John 10, Say this with me. No one takes my life, but I lay it down freely. Jesus is talking about true freedom. The freedom to love. The freedom to lay your life down. The freedom that is against selfishness so that you can live for your true calling, which is love. Family, we're called to love. We're called to die so that we can rise with Jesus. Jesus says, no one takes my life, but I lay it down freely because I'm free. Jesus was free. Pope St. John Paul II was free. He came to set us free and so live in his freedom. Amen? Amen. God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Let us stand well with joy and gladness, and let us implore and say, Lord, have mercy on us. Lord, have mercy on us. We pray for all people that serve the church in any way, that courageous Catholics around the world would bring truth to areas that are consumed with evil. We implore you. Lord, have mercy on us. We pray for world peace, especially in the Middle East. 